Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Hey everyone, it's Sage, your host of the Iconic Dogcast. Thank you so much for being here for another episode. Today, I am going to be talking with Aaron Malibu all about the live action remake of The Little Mermaid. Don't worry, we're going to talk about the dolls as well, but I am I am just so excited to sit down and talk about this movie with someone. We have been waiting for so long for this movie to come out. I've, you know, the anticipation has been absolutely crazy and it's it's so amazing to have finally seen the movie and be able to kind of express what I thought of it and my overall opinion. So, it's going to be great. Before we get into that, I just, <laughs> guys, I, I never go to the movie theater. And so I, me and, me and Aaron's conversation is very lengthy. So I, I, I didn't want to include this in the interview part. So I'll just put it here in the beginning. But my experience at the movie theater is very, very minimal. I never go. I think the last time I saw a movie in theaters was in like 2017 or something. So it's been a very long time, but I just, I wanted to share <laughs> my funny experience with it. So, you know, obviously I never go to the movie theater, but I, I was definitely going to go to see The Little Mermaid. I mean, are you kidding? Like if there's one movie to see in theaters, it's this. And you know, the Barbie movie coming this summer. I can't wait for that, but... I decided, you know, hey, I'm going to get these pre-screening tickets to The Little Mermaid. I'm going to go by myself and I'm going to see the movie and just have a great time. And let me just tell you something. Seeing a movie as an adult (laughs) is a lot harder, maybe just for me, than you'd think it would be. So, I mean... Obviously, I was very excited. I I wanted to have the best experience ever. So, you know, I did participate in a little 420-friendly fun before the movie. Uh, I live in Colorado. It's legal here. No big deal. Um, But, you know, I just wanted to get the most out of the movie. And so I did that. And then my first experience was really, (laughs) really crazy. So I get to the movie theater. I got there early, got my drink and went and sat in this theater. And there was like no one in it. And I was like, this is kind of strange. But then, you know, people started coming in and someone was trying to find their seats and was like, hey, can you point me to this direction? And I I didn't know. And she was like, well, are you here to see The Little Mermaid? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, cool, cool. I just want to make sure 
we're in the right spot. And I was so sure we were in the right spot. But (laughs) the preview started and it was crazy. There was like a preview for the new Freddy Krueger movie. Then there was a Batman one and just all these adult rated R movies in the previews. And I was like, this is (laughs) this is kind of strange, like. Maybe just because I went to a pre-screening of the movie, they didn't, you know, sync up all of the Disney kid-friendly commercials before the movie. I don't know. But I was like, well, I checked. I checked the number. I was in the right theater. And so I just decided to wait it out. And then this movie starts. And I was like, is this another preview? I can't really tell. And I I, I came to the conclusion that it was not. (laughs) I was not seeing the right movie. And so... Little by little, people started walking out, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, we're all in the wrong theater. Literally, everyone that was in that theater was there to see The Little Mermaid, and that is not the movie that was playing. So we go out, and we find that they just had they had labeled the theaters wrong. So we went into the wrong theater, even though it said Little Mermaid, but it was not correct. And I was panicking at this point because I was very, very excited for the movie as a whole, but also just to see the intro. I knew it was gonna be amazing and I was like oh fuck like did I just miss it like that sucks but fortunately I got into the theater and the correct theater and the movie hadn't started yet and they were playing much more kid-friendly previews (laughs) so I was like all right we're in the right place and you know then the movie started and you know I'll talk all about the movie with Aaron Malibu um but yeah so that was experience one and then Experience too. I decided last minute the next night to go to another pre-screening because I wanted to see the movie in 3D. And I went to a different theater and oh, unfortunately this theater was just not as nice. I mean, movie theaters these days are amazing no matter what, but it was definitely a little bit of a downgrade, <laughs> I would say, but I wanted to see it in 3D. So I was like, all right, let's make tonight a little bit more smooth. Let's not have any mishaps and almost miss the beginning of the movie. But um, (laughs) had some issues the second night as well. So I went in there. There was a couple families, like two or three. And the movie was supposed to start at 8.30. But it got to the point where it was like 8.45, 8.50. And the previews hadn't even started. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, am I in the wrong theater again? And so this time I was like, all right, I'm just going to go ask someone and I go and ask and the lady tells me, you know, they're having issues with their movies. It'll start soon. And the movie actually didn't end up starting until about 9.15, which is about mm, 45 minutes after it was supposed to. And I saw it in 3D and I, uh, I don't, the lady said they were having issues with their movies. So I can only assume that the 3D wasn't working the correct way because it was not, it was not great. It was not a a nice experience. The visuals looked really weird. Like the 3D wasn't popping as much as I expected it to. Mind you, I've only seen like one 3D movie in my whole life, but it, it was overall a disappointment and I ended up leaving early for that one. But I did enjoy the movie, but I do have my critiques. I do have my opinions. And that is why I am bringing Aaron Malibu on today, who I have talked to several times on this show. We've talked about Barbie. We've even talked about Ariel dolls. And in our last episode together, when we did talk about Ariel dolls, we also talked about our, you know, 
opinions and um, expectations for the movie, and it's finally here, and we we kind of talked about maybe getting him on the show to talk about the movie after it came out, and here we are. I'm so excited. I couldn't think of a better person to speak with. It was such a great conversation, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. And also, please, let me know what you thought of the movie. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you thought of it. Did you like it in 3D? Did you see it in the regular form? I know a lot of people are seeing it in this IMAX, which I I think I'm going to have to go see it in this 4D IMAX because apparently that's the best way to see it. I am definitely looking forward to that. Before I get into the episode and my discussion with Aaron, I do just want to let everyone know that this episode will contain spoilers. We dive into the movie very deep. We talk about almost, you know, everything you can think of. So if you don't want to spoil the movie for yourself because you haven't seen it yet, you're definitely going to want to download this and save it for later after you've seen the movie. Like I said in my intro, please, if you haven't yet, follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast, and let's get into my discussion with Aaron Malibu all about the Little Mermaid live-action remake movie as well as the dolls. All right, Aaron, thank you so much for being back here on the Iconic Dollcast. Last time you were here, we talked about Ariel dolls and we talked about all of our opinions and anticipation for the new movie. And I'm so happy to say that we have both seen the new movie and I am so ready to talk to you about it. How are you? I'm doing great, Sage. Thank you for having me again. And I'm really, really looking forward to talking about this movie because, yeah, I think we both have a lot of opinions about it. Lots and lots of opinions. So before we get into the movie, I mean, this is the iconic doll cast. So I do want to talk about the dolls because... We, in the last episode, like I said, we discussed a lot of Ariel dolls and we hadn't, um, I think we had seen some prototype pictures of the new Little Mermaid dolls, but we hadn't really seen them in person. And now we have. Did you buy all of them? Pretty much. Um, at least for the Mattel dolls, I think I've bought so far all of them, except for the, the singing one. Like there's like this singing one that's like pretty simple. And then there's like the transforming one, which goes from like the dress to the mermaid. Yeah, I didn't buy those two, but for sure all of them. And then I bought the Disney store one and then the limited edition one. And uh, is that it? I think that's it. Uh, I think so. I, I didn't get either of the ones that you just mentioned. I did. I just didn't see the point in getting the si- the singing one and the one that like transforms. I didn't get those. Mm-hmm. And actually, I did not get the set with Prince Eric yet because I just don't think he's that cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked him, but yeah, I can see why you might want to wait for a discount, especially because of the the plastic pants. Right. And and there's a lot of doubles in these releases. So, you know, at first the first thing I bought was like the pack of the three sisters. And mm-hmm. then I found out like the whole set was coming out. So I have doubles of those. I felt like plus the Ariel doll in that in that set is the same. So there's a lot of stuff. I already had two out alf- two dolls of her in her blue outfit. So I was like, I'm just I'm just gonna not get the one with Prince Eric just yet. But I will get it. So what what were your initial reactions to the dolls? My initial reactions, um, I remember when they leaked. I remember um, I got sent, like, some of, like, the leaked photos that, um, I, I don't know, it was, like, a factory worker or something had taken. But I was like, okay, I thought they were cute because they're, they're very cute dolls, in my opinion. Um, I would have, of course, liked um, for maybe Hallie's face to be more realistic. But at the same time, I was also thinking, oh, well, maybe the deluxe doll is going to have a more realistic appearance. Um, and, well, that didn't happen. No. So here's here's something that, I, I mean, this has just never happened to me before. So I ended up getting the Disney Store ones, too. 
Just like with uh-huh. the first Ariel limited edition that I have, I do think the the face sculpt was much better when it was bigger. Mm-hmm. Just it, it fits well. Same with Hallie. But I think that I think that the Disney store really missed the mark on this one. I think that the regular size Hallie Bailey doll, I think looks not so great. I really like can't get into it. I don't know why. Like I just think her she looks so dull to me that I honestly prefer the Mattel face, but I will say that when it's bigger, it looks a lot better, but I just, I'm just, I just cannot get into this Disney store one. And like, that's never happened to me before ever. Even for the live action ones. Oh, like Cinderella and all that shit. No, yeah. those are, those are awful. Those are awful too. Yeah. Cause I, I think the reason that I'm okay with this one is because I'm so used to like the other ones, the live action dolls by the Disney store kind of having like this like creepiness to them. So I think although, you know, the likeness isn't all there, at least like paint wise, I feel like she looks a lot better than the others because a lot of the other ones have like a very serious expression, especially, you know, that's true. Watson, she, uh, and the Cinderella one, they look like they don't want to be there. They're kind of supposed to be Disney princesses. Like, you know, so the fact that she's smiling for me was kind of like, oh, well, that's a lot better, at least compared to the other ones. That's true. I was I wasn't thinking about any of the old ones because they've had some pretty awful ones. I um I guess it's probably just harder for them to make. You know, I mean, like generally the Disney store dolls are based off of cartoons, so they uh-huh. come out really well. So I, I it's just interesting. I think it's more difficult for them to do the a real human face sculpt, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't get into this one. I like the one from Mattel better. My favorite one is the one that came with the sisters. I gave her new arms. <laughs> uh-huh. But I think this one is my favorite out of all of them, except for the big one. But I have my critiques on that. So let's talk about the limited edition 17-inch one. What were your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's funny you said because I actually do have her right here in my desk. So I don't, you know, I don't know if you saw my YouTube review. I actually did a YouTube review, like kind of going into more of my thoughts about her. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really mixed, especially because like from for the head up, I do like it. I think that the head sculpt does look a lot better in 17 inch format. I think that they're able to maybe capture more of the expression. I think the paint could still be better. And I'm still thinking about like repainting her. Um, I also like how they did her hair. The locks, like, were really nice because they used, like, the actual, like, locks instead of the right. twist. But, yeah, this tale was just such a disappointment for me because I actually really do like the new, uh, Ariel's new design. And just, I don't know, this, like, the flat green and the, like, dull pink right here, like, it just doesn't capture, like, the vibrance of, like, the actual design. And then these fins were horrible. Like, I'm always... Super picky about Ariel's fins, and these are just so plain, like, uh, the new fins are so detailed, and, yeah, I don't know, I think it could have been better, especially for the, for the price, like, yeah, was ridiculous, and I, for sure, for sure if the price would have been lower, like, uh, that used to be, like, two years ago, um, I wouldn't have had as much to say about it. I agree with you, so, first of all, I think, like, the, the clear sequence on the tail was, a. a big miss for me. It just didn't yeah. work. The coloring is all off. Like the the fact that the the regular size Disney store tail looks better in coloring than this um really bugs me. And then I also had an issue with mine where like the way they sewed her top is just not done very well. So on mine, I ended up having to go get some like purple and teal sparkly paint and like kind of touching it up because it just the material the bra is made out of is not very good 
And I've, yeah, I've I, seen I've seen that defect on a couple people's videos that have uploaded them. It's very small, but also I paid, you know, plus shipping almost two hundred dollars for this. Like I, I was pretty pissed about that. Yeah, I think that uh, I didn't mind the bra as much because to begin with, like the new design isn't like that detailed. It's I feel like it's just like colored scales. But I think like eventually we'll probably or even I feel like I'll have to do like extra like painting on it just because it's like that kind of like holographic foil type material so i mean it could probably tear eventually which one's your favorite from all the all the dolls and there were so many that came out <laughs> which one is your favorite i would say maybe the one that i liked the most was probably um the one from the sisters set maybe i think i would go with that one yeah i liked about the the singing disney store one too because um uh, it just it's just a really pretty doll for sure um and the, it has some nice details on it, but I would say like visually, it would probably have to be the sister set because it's just like a really pretty doll and uh, the tail, the articulated tail and the fins look really great. Yeah, I agree. Bummed that they were kind of lazy with that on the back. I think I saw something that you posted about how they, they're just they're just blank in the back, which whatever, I get mm-hmm. it. I think these dolls are definitely made to go in the pool. And sure. I think like the standard Ariel doll from Mattel, you know, the one where you like plug plug her tail in i think i think Mm -hmm. that doll is going to be the most popular doll this summer i think she's going to beat barbie in sales and i think that any pool you go to you're going to see that doll everywhere so props to them it's a very well made it's it's doing what it needs to do it's it's going to be a a really big seller i think yeah and hopefully too because yeah they're really pretty dolls at the end of the day and i guess they're for kids you know like they think of the kids first so i hope that you know millions of little kids have fun this summer with it I, i'm sure they will and it's just crazy i mean they they really went all out with the merch i mean i can't go anywhere without seeing little mermaid merch and unfortunately i have to buy it all and I, mm-hmm. they're doing like all those like little mystery you know those little mystery things where you don't know what's inside and i bought a bunch of those and yeah i can't stop myself i went into five below yesterday <laughs> They had yeah, um, like I, mugs, t-shirts, whatever. And I was just like, wow, they're really, they're really pushing this movie, which is good. But now that we've talked about the dolls, because I mean, we were both really excited for those. Let's get into the movie. And just a reminder, everyone, there are definitely going to be spoilers in this. If you have not seen The Little Mermaid live action film yet and you don't want it to be spoiled for you, definitely come back after you've seen it. But um, let's get into it. So I saw it twice. How many times did you see it? Mm, I've only seen it once, which was the Wednesday preview. Um, I was actually supposed to go the day after, but I wasn't able to make it to my show. So I had to cancel it. So I'm trying to see if maybe like next week, hopefully maybe on Tuesday, um, I can go get another preview too. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) once is all a typical person needs, but I'm psycho. And I I did see it both times before it even Uh was (laughs) out. I went to like the preview nights. First time I saw it was like the regular, just normal movie. Because now when you go to the movies, you can see one movie in like four different ways. And I, I never, ever go to the movies. I was thinking about it. I was like, when is the last time I went to the movie theater? And I honestly can't remember. It's been at least seven years. Like I don't, I don't go to the movie theater. I don't, I don't usually like it. And first of all, I went to the movie theater and I was like, what? I don't, I'm here to see the little mermaid. And they're like, oh, well, which one? And I'm like, what? 
what do you mean? They're like, well, we have it in IMAX. We have it in 3D. We have it in yeah. digital. And I'm like, I don't know. Like here, just like, I, I didn't even know you uh-huh. could do that. So I, I found my way to the theater, whatever. First time I saw it was just regular. Um, then I saw mm-hmm. it in 3D. And I'm just going to say everyone, 3D. I've seen like one 3D movie in my life. And I never, I never did it again. So I was like, oh, this is going to be exciting. I, 3D movies are not my thing. They are, I think it's overrated. I don't think it's that cool. Or this movie just, to me, did not translate into 3D very well. So I didn't see it in IMAX 3D. So maybe, maybe I'll try that. But I was just like, this is not worth anything special to me. I, I liked it much more the first time. Yeah, um, I've only seen it in 3D because that's the only for, um, for, for Wednesday. And the, I was supposed to see it the day after, like, regularly but um i still feel like i'm missing a bit of i don't know a bit of the experience because um i hadn't gone seen a 3d movie in a while so i feel like it was just darker like i remember at the beginning i would like take off my glasses or like at least like put them down and compared and it was the colors were different because with the glasses on they were much darker like eventually i got used to it but for sure i felt like i would very much like to see this um like the the regular screening or whatever yeah, I don't I don't know what it is, but my eyes would not adjust to it. And thankfully, I had already seen the movie, you know, mm-hmm. in its regular format. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I already know what's going to happen. I know what stuff looks like. Like, let's just enjoy the movie. And I just my eyes would not adjust to it. I didn't like it. And I actually didn't stay till the very end for the 3D one just because it was getting late. And I was already like, oh, my like head hurts. But that's just mm-hmm. me. I don't know. I just I hadn't seen one in forever. And. I, I, for me, I would, I would go see it in the regular format, but that's just me. But, um, so, uh, the movie starts, what, where, where do we go from here? What were your thoughts on that intro? Um, I really liked it. Um, uh, it was different for sure. It was almost like, um, it wasn't even a Disney movie. Like it was very like, um, I don't know, like, like it, it was like the waves and then it was the title cards. I thought we were going to get the logo and. And it, you know, this um, like regular font almost reminded me of like, like the beginning of Hocus Pocus. How it's just kind of like a fairy tale film, not exactly like a Disney princess film. And then I really loved the quote. I loved the Hans Christian Andersen quote of Little Mermaid and how a mermaid has no tears. And uh, that one really like hit me here because I love the fairy tale so much. So I was like, okay, this is a good start. And I didn't really mind that. We didn't get Fathoms Below um, because, you know, they're already kind of introducing us to Eric and what he feels about the ocean and what the other like sailors and I guess the human world thinks of mermaids. I guess I guess let's let's go through all of the positives and then we'll go through our critiques. Does that sound good to you? Just because this is I mean, this is a lot. Yeah, I love the intro. I cried. (laughs) during the first one I didn't cry the second time but I thought it was beautiful I loved it I loved just the visuals I loved that quote as well and I loved when the sisters all came in at the end and you know I was expecting them to start singing but they didn't but I I loved it because obviously and we're going to talk about the sisters so it was just exciting Mm -hmm. for them to get that big moment in the beginning and I loved the credits I also think that I think the intro and the shipwreck scenes were standouts for me. Mm-hmm. I, I just think they did a, a really good job with that. I love how they stuck with the story from the original. It's pretty much the same plot, right? There's not a whole lot of 
whole lot of differences. And some of the shots are just like exactly the same. Like the one that comes to mind first is when, you know, Ariel saves Prince Eric and they're on the beach mm-hmm. and she's all blurry. It's like the exact same shot, which I appreciate. I thought that was really cool. But I did think the movie was a little bit long. Oh, yeah, I could see that because it's what? It's two hours and 15 minutes. That's what the, the runtime was. Um, and which I didn't mind. I didn't mind because I'm like, oh, there's extra stuff that I'm down to see it because, of course, it's The Little Mermaid and it's like my favorite film. So um, I don't mind seeing extra stuff. But yeah, I could see like how some how you, how you might, it might feel like a little long, especially because I think the Disney movies to begin with, at least back then, are way short. They're like an hour and 10 minutes, maybe. Definitely. And both times I saw it, it was a little bit later at night. And both times there was families walking out because their kids just couldn't handle it, you know. (laughs) But as an adult, I did enjoy it. I did feel like it was a little bit long, but I didn't mind it either because I was excited to to see what what they were going to do with that. I think that Hallie was amazing. Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, I I tend to, you know, steer clear of reviews, but I was just really interested to see what people were thinking of this. And uh, Melissa McCarthy is getting a lot of praise right now um, as the standout character. And I I don't agree with that. For me, I think Hallie really carried her own. And I think um, it was her moment and it was supposed to be her moment. And I think she really is. I mean, she just like she screams just like star to me. I just I couldn't like take my eyes off of her. Yeah, um, completely. I've been gushing about her all weekend and um, well, all week, actually. And um, yeah, I mean, I knew she'd be great because to begin with um, when I saw her, when her casting came out and um, I knew a little bit about her, you know, as uh, Chloe and Hallie. And but after doing more research on her, I was like, she is so qualified to be Ariel, like her personality, her her talent, her singing. Obviously, she has like such a gifted voice. And um, like um, my expectations were already high. But even then, she I feel like surpassed them because she was so Ariel. She was uh, just like so present in the role. And like, I'm just I just couldn't be happier with her performance. I agree too. She just, I mean, stunning. And it's so funny how young she looks because I mean, she, what they filmed this, what, like three, they started filming this like three years ago. It's mm-hmm. like crazy to see how much she's grown since then, because all we've been seeing really is like interviews with her and then, you know, the trailers and stuff, but just seeing her on screen, it's like, wow, she's grown up so much <laughs> since she has filmed this. Like, it's yeah. crazy. She looks so young, but again, a perfect performance. I loved it so much. That's, yeah, that's why I, I keep on saying like she, it's very clear that she was born to play Ariel. Like, cause even she herself has said like, oh, I filmed this three years ago. I, um, you know, so much has happened since then. And like, I just think they got her at the perfect time. Like she just like, um, I don't know, like she was just like at the right place at the right time. Just, you know, she was meant to be Ariel. Yeah, she she killed it. You were talking about how uh, in 3D, the movie looks very dark. I, I assume you mean especially under the water. There are definitely some stunning, stunning scenes from under the sea. And under the sea is, you know, also a standout scene. But I, too, in regular and 3D, felt like the underwater scenes were really, really dark. Yeah, I feel like it was colorful enough for sure. But um, I, like, I wouldn't say that it was dark because of how they they uh, colored it. But just the, the simple fact of kind of, in a way, wearing sunglasses to see the film. Like, I'm like, I don't know, like I hadn't gone to see 3D in a while. So just I was like, oh, I'm missing a bit of the color because I'm watching it in 3D. So, like, that was kind of my issue. But, yeah, there were some moments where I did notice, like, oh, okay, like, for example, her hair color. 
uh, in some sh- shots, it would be like a really nice, like darker red. And then in another, in others, like I think under the sea, it's more of like this like muddy brown. Agreed. And I, I will say that um, seeing the movie in both standard and 3D, it's still um, in, in the in the standard. It's still very dark. And I think that's just because, you know, they're on, I think they were trying to make this as realistic as possible. And I mean, the visuals are incredible, but I, I do feel like they could have lightened some of those underwater scenes because, I mean, under the sea is just like poof. Like your eyes are going to pop out of your head. It's insanely mm-hmm. colorful. But yeah, I just, I felt it was kind of dark, but good nonetheless. I love Jodie Benson being in it and having her little cameo. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you noticed that. That was exciting. I think I told you when we talked last time, I actually muted The Little Mermaid on like all my social media stuff because I didn't want to see any of the leaks. Some of them came out, Yeah, you know, I couldn't avoid it, but I didn't, I did not know that that she was going to maybe be in the film. So I was very excited about that. It was very cool. Yeah, and that's really smart of you to have muted because right after, even right after the Wednesday screening, I saw so many clips about basically the whole movie already on the internet. So if people aren't watching it, they probably already got spoiled or they will be spoiled if they don't watch it soon. I also, I thought Ursula's scene was really great. We'll we'll get into the music in a little bit, but I I think her scene was uh, a standout and like pretty scary. Like when there was like that mermaid skeleton, it was really spooky. Yes, I love that because in the in the original fairy tale, I think there's there's a bit where it says how the little mermaid's passing through to go see the sea witch, and she says sees like uh, the you know corpse of a mermaid uh, who got trapped by like oh yeah, that's another thing uh, the little arms that get her that was also in the in the original story, and that made me so excited because um, I feel like they cut out a lot from the original animated Little Mermaid, like so many aspects of. The original fairy tale so for them to include those bits was really special yeah i enjoyed that as well i, I just thought ursula's scene was great the hair the hair in this movie is crazy because it's all cgi which is just i still don't i don't get it but like it looked great especially ursula's mm-hmm. i loved the idea of the siren song that's not in the the animated film i thought that was really mm-hmm. cool and one other thing that i loved is that prince eric and ariel really bond over being like collectors i just thought it was like the cutest thing mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that was nice we can definitely relate to that. So yes. uh, I think uh, them having Eric collect maybe like underwater stuff or stuff from all over the world was also a great aspect. And to see them bond because uh, they have such great chemistry. But to see that little moment in his little like collection room uh, was super cute. And then also uh, Vanessa, we got Vanessa. Oh, we didn't even mention her earlier so i think when we talked last time we were like oh i hope they do a vanessa doll yeah vanessa was uh she was great um i thought the actress was well cast obviously she's gorgeous and um maybe for her like maybe two minutes three minutes that she was on film she definitely um was such a scene stealer and um i obviously wanted to see more of her me too. Um, and then we didn't talk about it in the intro, but the doll, we got a Vanessa doll, which is crazy to me because mm-hmm. like, well, that doesn't happen. Um, unfortunately, the Vanessa doll is not my favorite of the ones that were released. And I did get her, but meh, it was just kind of meh for me. Yeah, um, I don't know, like uh, could have been better. I'm sure they got maybe an early concept art and that's why it looks so different. But I mean, I think the hair should have been darker. She has these red lips that she doesn't have in the movie. And the dress is also... I feel like a dress does look a bit cheap, especially because the Vanessa's dress is actually so detailed. And I think she has like three different dresses, but they all look the same. Um, 
but I guess for the most part, it's supposed to be like a lavender, like lilac color. And they just chose this dark purple. Yeah, not my favorite, but whatever. It's cool. It's, I mean, like I said, they've done everything for this movie merch-wise. So very exciting to get Vanessa. And I know we both really like her. So overall, I mean, I'm going to, we're going to get into our critiques now. And I just want to say like, and I, I'm sure you feel the same way. I, 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 first of all, I give this movie an A plus no matter what. Um, oh. I think, I think kids will love it. I think most adults will love it. I think anyone who likes the little mermaid will love it. However, the little mermaid is also my favorite movie of all time. I, it's the first movie I ever remember seeing. And oh. I've just had such a special relationship with that movie my whole life and Ariel. So it's really, really impossible for me to go into this without being a harsh critic, to be honest, because I, first of all, the anticipation for this movie was like seven years in the making, you know, like I, mm-hmm. you know, they announced this in like 2016 or something. And so uh, my expectations were very high. I, I, I didn't, I didn't by any means think that my expectations would be exceeded because there's nothing that's going to beat the animated movie. And like I said, I still give it an A plus, but, um, I, I have a lot of critiques for it. So let's get into that. And my first one that I want to talk about is that I think Disney played it super safe um, with the casting of Ursula. Like I said earlier, I mean, most of McCarthy did great in the, in the movie and she's getting a lot of praise for it. And, you know, a lot of people are saying she's a standout moment, but I feel like Disney, especially since the rest of the cast is so diverse, mm-hmm. I honestly, uh, this isn't my biggest critique, but it is one of the biggest ones. I really think casting a drag queen as Ursula would have been epic. I, I also agree. I feel like it was very safe. At the end, Melissa did a great job. Uh, she was uh, great for for what it was. Um, I remember when she was first cast, I was like, oh, well, that's a bit safe. And the the I wasn't mad at it because I actually really do enjoy Melissa as an actress and a comedian. So I wasn't going to hate on it because I definitely thought that there could be potential. Like if they saw, um, I guess, the potential in Hallie, then they definitely saw it in Melissa. But um, I also believe that Melissa was uh, friendly. Like she's friends with uh, Rob Marshall. So maybe that could have had something to do with it. But um, ultimately, I did think that they played it safe, uh, at least in the looks department, I feel. Oh, we'll get into costuming. We will get there. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty happy with what it was. I think she did a great job. Um, But at the same time, of course, like you said, I'm sure maybe, especially because she's her aunt, maybe we could have seen um, like a Black actress. I remember some people were saying Queen Latifah, especially because she did so great in the, what was it, the live live show? And then a drag queen, of course. I obviously like so much of Ursula's DNA and personality is obviously inspired by divine and uh the drag queens of that time so that could have also been a great choice but um yeah melissa did good she did good yeah i i would agree she did good i i don't i didn't hate it but i also think they could have pushed it more and i guess i guess maybe the best way to sorry we're jumping all over the place i guess maybe the best way to go about this would be maybe by character but that's okay i i think they played it safe i also wish that they would have given more of the backstory between Triton and Ursula. And to me, in a perfect world, that 
would have been the opening scene before the credits is what happened between them because I That's don't I just yeah. feel like we don't really know <laughs> like I feel like they could they could have really built the story off of that and mm-hmm. um I mean she just you know she all of a sudden she's her aunt Ursula and I'm like well thank you for clarifying that because in the original movie they don't I just I, I I wish there would have been more of a backstory for that so we could understand why Ursula is the way she is and why she got to got to the point where she's at. I just think that would have added to the story really well. Yeah, I think so much of the I think as a fandom of the Little Mermaid has already kind of like accepted that she's maybe related or that she's Ariel's aunt, right. especially because in the Broadway she's she's her aunt, but. I feel like if they were going to include that in the movie, they definitely needed to um, leave us with answers if they're going to add more backstory. Because I always appreciate more backstory. That's what I like about some of these live actions like Beauty and the Beast. Um, I like some of the like little things about Belle and her past life. But I feel like, like, yeah, like, okay, so we say that he's her brother that um and that they're obviously, you know, have like a bitter feud. But also at the same time, it's like, what did Ursula do? to to be exiled because they, they kind of they kind of allude to it like he tells ariel oh she's the reason that uh that your mother is dead but at the same time it's like what did she do like we need to i, I like your idea for sure uh that it could have been an an intro um i feel like um, wonder woman in the wonder woman movie they kind of do like this intro uh to who aries the villain is and what he has to do with uh, right. wonder woman uh, mother and all the Amazons and like how that whole like fight and war starts. So um, I remember, I don't know who says it. I don't remember. Was it Sebastian or or somebody or I think Ariel? Ariel tells Ursula, "Oh, you." They tell me that you like to put mermaids in danger or something like that. But at the same time, it's like, well, I would rather have a direct explanation about that. Well, that's where I get confused because also I, I was fully, first of all, I was fully expecting that to be in the movie. I was also expecting to have more information about Ariel's mother and how she died because the movie mm-hmm. to me makes it unclear because he does say she's the reason she, King Triton says Ursula is the reason that her mom died, but Triton hates humans. So I just feel like that's a gap they could have really filled into with this movie. Yeah, I definitely would have liked to have learned more about that as well because i know uh in the intro when like the sailors are trying to harpoon a mermaid they we, we kind of see why they're scared of the mermaids they say oh because they want to lure sailors to their death and they're celebrating the coral moon and all that but then we hear eric's mom the queen she's also uh scared in a way of the uh, merfolks and the sea gods and she's right. saying she's she's trying to say oh they're trying to destroy us okay well maybe help us out more a little like tell us more of the story or give us those visual clues like uh in the intro like you said yeah i just i just i was fully expecting that because i you know with these live action movies they'll either go in two directions they'll either go with a like a brand new plot basically with you know none of the singing animals none of that or they'll follow the movie pretty directly kind of like aladdin beauty and the beast um so I didn't know what to expect for this um, until we saw the part of your world leak. I was like, oh, okay, so this is where they're going. But I was I was hoping there would have been a little bit more of that in it. My other character critiques were, unfortunately, I just don't think Sebastian's jokes landed ever. I also think out of all the CGI, Sebastian's was the worst. 
Yeah, I didn't mind his CGI, but I do believe that Sebastian's definitely one of the weaker parts. Which sucks. <laughs> yeah, because I love Sebastian so much in the Me original. Too. I think um, he is such a well fleshed out character and we understand him and his frustrations and again his love for Ariel but this Sebastian it was kind of like just like repeating what or trying to repeat what the animation did but it just fell flat um I think Under the Sea wasn't that great I did love 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 that Ariel was in so much of Under the Sea uh, I'll say that but again it's Ariel carrying the film and again like I said I'm just being a harsh critic uh, this movie is still a plus for me, but I'm just I'm just being real. I still loved it, but Sebastian was the worst for me. Um, I didn't like the way they made Flounder look. I, I thought Scuttle was interesting. I thought I liked the twist that they they made him an underwater bird so he could have, you know, underwater scenes. Um, I enjoyed that, but I don't know. Her sidekicks just didn't really land for me in this film as much as I hoped they would. But it's also what that's a very difficult task to make. You know, I mean, they're making everything realistic, right? So I can imagine that was really difficult, but they just out of the three scuttle, I think is the best. Yeah. And by the way, I know you keep on saying like, well, I'm being a harsh critic, but I don't, I'm obviously not judging you at all because I think we're in the same boat. I think uh, we have so much love for this movie and we have so much love for. Um, Ariel and at the same time what we expected so to us The Little Mermaid is practically a masterpiece so we want if you're going to do a remake you need to either make it as good or better than the film so because I think we have so much love for it is why we have so many of these nitpicks it's just you know I, and I'm not disappointed I'm not you know I just I was expecting more maybe it's just a, some of the things are just such a bummer just especially with her sidekicks not landing that well and I guess that brings me kind of into my next thing which is the music and the music is my harshest critique uh, of the whole film I don't I don't think it's very good I think uh Hallie's song is the part of your world is the best um musically in in the film but the rest of it is just not doing it for me and i kind of went into it knowing i would feel that way because i had bought this or i had put the soundtrack on my phone like the day before and i was like oh i'm gonna listen to this while i was out running errands and i just the music did not do it for me and that is probably the biggest disappointment for me because first of all i pretty much i went into it and kind of forgot that the movie was a, a musical because you don't hear any nothing happens until she sings part of your world and it kind of comes out of nowhere. So my other critique with the intro is that I know you were saying earlier, you didn't mind that they didn't have the fathoms below song in the beginning. I feel like had they put that in the beginning, it would have taken the movie in the direction where I knew it was going to be a musical. I had totally, I, I literally had totally forgotten. And I felt like part of your world just came out of nowhere. And I almost feel like, um, just because, like I said, none of the music really landed for me. Prince Eric's song is awful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not into it. I just did not a great song. I kind of think the movie would have been more effective, in my opinion, just with the way it started out, if they didn't even have musical numbers in it because I think they could have done a lot more with the characters and I know yeah. that is crazy to say everyone because the little mermaid has some of the best music of any Disney film but when mm-hmm. you're watching a movie and the first musical number doesn't happen until like 45 minutes in I just it kind of I it just took me I was just like whoa like I totally forgot people sing in this movie no um I'm starting to like to um think that in a way I might feel the same because 
because I, I don't I don't remember what song it was. I feel it might have been that one. It might have been Eric's. I think it's called like Wild Uncharted Waters, yeah. Uncharted Waters, something like that. And uh, I remember just feeling, oh, here we go, another song. Because um, to be honest, I'm not that big of a fan of musicals. So me for me, it's like unless I really love a musical like The Little Mermaid, I might not get into it as much. But I think you're totally right in them having put a song at the beginning for to establish it as a musical. Like, I didn't like that the sisters didn't sing because that would have also been a great introduction. Instead of them just sitting there, they could have, like, sang or something because... Um, Singing is also a really big part of the original fairy tale. For sure, Ariel had to sing because yeah. um, it, it, that that's what she trades. It's her singing voice. It's like this gift. So she always had to sing. But I remember in the fairy tale, like they, they have like the, the, this underwater party, like this underwater ball, and like all the mer people are singing, and we're told how they have the most beautiful voices. So maybe the the sisters maybe you might not have done the the whole thing at the beginning, but they could have at least like sang like harmonized or something to get the idea that there's going to be music involved like you said well i just think it's weird because when you watch the first 30 to 40 minutes of the movie it's very serious and then all of a sudden after she sings part of your world it, it just it goes into a bunch of musical numbers so it just they didn't spread them out very well i don't think yeah i feel like they could have spread them out much better too and i feel like some were weak obviously i loved all of ariel's songs anytime ariel gets extra moment to shine i'm down for it but eric's song was like oh i don't know if it was very needed um under the sea was also weak at least sebastian's part um which one was it scuttlebutt um next yeah uh, i didn't mind it as much but i could have lived without it it's for the kids. That one is for the kids, and I get it, okay? I get it, and I just didn't like it. I just didn't think the music was great. I think Hallie's second song was not great either, but I did like the concept of them showing her that it was, like, in her head. I thought that was really cool, how she was, like, because she can't talk. because she, mm-hmm. she gave her voice away. I liked the concept of that, but I didn't think the song was great. Under the Sea, I think visually was cool, the song just i don't know i just feel like in the animated movie like it's kind of forgetful that it's a musical because the music just kind of really flows with the movie like Mm -hmm. you don't even think about it that much but with this one the music i just felt like was so it just didn't fit for me so every time someone would have a song it just was weird and then under the sea while it is visually stunning, like none of the creatures are really jamming out too much, except for like some snails and Ariel riding on a turtle, which I mean, it's cool. I just, I was pretty underwhelmed by the music, the song. I just, so that song is so iconic. And I just, I don't, I don't think the actors or I don't even, I don't even want to blame the actors because I feel like there's probably the producers really pushing these these actors and actresses and singers to sing these songs in a very musical theater way, which you, I feel like the little mermaid is one of the best Disney soundtracks. Cause it's like pop. Do you know what I mean? She's not like singing. She's not, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to explain. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I feel like they just really pushed the singers to be like, Whoa, like just like way too much. And especially with Prince Eric's, it's like, oh my God, this is just like a, from, from Broadway. Like, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't think it fit in with the live action film as much as it does with the animated one. Yeah. I will say as much as I loved you going to them, like make me remaking them, like sing a bit more. 
like a, a bit over maybe um i feel like i think it was the second the first reprise uh when she's when she's singing on the rock i feel like maybe they did that one a little too much i feel like they made i don't know whose choice it was for hallie to like belt so much because at some point it kind of gets like uncomfortable to hear by the way i love especially a gifted singer like hallie just like belting but i feel like it's like the same note to drag over and um uh, I thought the rock scene was all right, but uh, I feel like they put too much light in the background. And we didn't really get to see a lot of the wave. And um, I wish I could have seen Hallie with a more maybe happier expression. Because uh, I think in the animated version, we see Ariel and she looks like she's already taking this decision to be part of his world. But uh, it was good enough for me, I think. The rock scene, I think, could have been better. I don't I don't like the angles that they used for it. Again, I'm being so harsh. Um, I feel bad, but... No, no, it's okay. I mean, say what you feel. I'm- I just didn't like the angle of it. I didn't think it was great. But I will say, out of all the songs on the soundtrack, Hallie's are the ones that I am fine with. Like, I don't have an issue with those ones. It's literally the rest. Like I said, she is carrying this movie, and this is going to be... A- this movie is going to open every single door she can fucking imagine for her, and it's deserved. But my biggest critique of this movie is the music, but hers, her, her singing, her songs and her parts are all fine for me. It's the rest of them. Even, even when Melissa McCarthy did Poor Unfortunate Souls, which I would say is probably the second best part. I just, I didn't, I didn't like the direction that the musical arrangements were going in. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Poor Unfortunate Souls was good. I also just because we're talking about under the sea, I I did I think we already talked about it. I mean, the animation was just kind of meh. Like with the like, I just expected there to actually be like a full band, and I mean, it's like they take this movie like and it's all serious, but then they get kind of like campy and fun, and then they go back to super serious, and it's just, it just it, it didn't flow for me, and I was really hoping the under the sea uh, scene would be just like the movie. Yeah, I also agree. I know I keep on saying yeah, but it's because I'm just agreeing with a lot of what you're saying. Um, I did feel like Under the Sea was a bit clunky. I thought the visuals were were very pretty. But at the same time, in the animated one, um, it feels like it's a whole performance that these like sea creatures have coordinated. Because in the under... In the animated version, Sebastian's this—he's uh, this conductor and he's this music composer. So he kind of gets—he's able to get these mermaids and all these sea creatures to basically sing and perform. But this, so we didn't get it because the 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 sisters—we don't see that there's a perform. We don't see a concert. We don't get that kind of clue that Sebastian is this gifted composer who's able to basically make anyone perform. Yeah, and just, I mean, I know they changed some lyrics in Poor Unfortunate Souls, and I'm like, well, you should have at least taken that part out about, you know, Sebastian having, like, a, a crustacean band out of out of the song, because he doesn't. He's a one-man show, and I just, I just, I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, um, again, Hallie was definitely the best part. I just loved, uh, as someone who just loves mermaids, I, I uh, just loved seeing this mermaid just interact with all these sea creatures and then her go with the dolphins and then with the jellyfish. That was fun. But yeah. as a musical number, I'm not so sure. Yeah, which is why I just, at the end of the day, I really think they could have maybe just had part of your world and maybe like kiss the girls in, in the movie and they could have left it at that. And, and honestly, like aside from part of your world, the rest of it could have just been a score, which uh, the score is really good. The music is really emotional. They did a good job with the scoring. I just don't think the musical numbers were great. Next, I want to get into the CGI. 
which there is a lot of it in this movie. Um, I I feel like the underwater scenes, they they didn't do as good as they could have. I almost like, besides their hair moving, like it was hard for me to really accept that those scenes were supposed to be underwater. I, I, I just thought it was going to look a little bit more realistic. And you know what? Honestly, I think they probably did the best that they could have. And it's still great. I just was, again, expecting more. And I think had they waited another 10 years for this, they might have been able to pull that off a little bit better. Yeah, I know people keep comparing it to Avatar, uh, the sequel, The Way of Water. But at the same time, there's um, also the argument that that movie has been in production for 10 plus years. So they've been arranging it every step of the way to make sure everything looks flawless. And The Little Mermaid, definitely, I think... When I have my critiques, I try to keep in mind that there was like COVID going on. So yep. that, they kind of had like this whole year of setbacks um, that affected the film and maybe some of like what they could do. But at the same time, there's definitely some stuff that was like, okay, you could have done that better with or with or even during the pandemic. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that for Ariel, it was pretty good. I As a mermaid, I enjoyed everything. But Movement, got- movement was really good. It was more of like the scenery that wasn't killing it for yeah, me yeah like i feel like they nailed her hair and they nailed her um her everything flowed well but i when i saw the sisters i was taken aback a bit because it was very like uncanny valley it was in a way kind of like uncomfortable to look like it didn't feel like they were humans they moved in a weird way almost like a video game i think like i feel they for sure did not develop the sisters as much as they did ariel or maybe triton or ursula because Ursula was also really good 100% let's get into the sisters because this is a big deal for me. Um, I agree. I feel like the sisters looked fully animated. I don't I, I don't know if it was just because they didn't spend as much time on them or whatever. But I I am annoyed because I, I really, really, if there was one thing I was sure of, I thought the sisters were going to have a much bigger part in this movie, especially when you consider that Disney is pushing out so much merch of their sisters like you can get them in doll form plush form they're in all these like the sisters are a big part of the marketing of this movie and i think it's so interesting how i mean i I don't i don't i'm not even sure if all of them talk that's true i'm trying to think of which which ones had anything to say to begin with because it's all like one-liners one-liners yeah they're definitely put like on the back for like a on the back burner for sure yeah i was expecting so much because we see these dolls we see uh posters of them we see and we feel like they're gonna have a bigger place and even in that book that came out there's the book the um the guide to murphy yes uh-huh he, mm-hmm. he talks about how they have these powers they have these these gifts and um they all have their own king more of that story but again they're just kind of like sidelined we don't learn anything about them I remember when the set came out, the, the doll set, how it has uh, it has Mala and it has um, Karina. I thought, like, are they going to roll? Why are they exclusively in this set? Or are they going to help Ariel out with something? And nothing. I'm so, so shocked by it because, I mean, one of the things today I was like, oh, I really want to ask him who his favorite sister is. But I don't feel like who, like, which one did you end up liking the most? And I don't feel like it's a fair question to ask someone because I can't answer that because we we learned absolutely nothing about them. And it's just kind of like, and I realize in the original film, we don't really either. They don't have a big part in it, but it's like they mm-hmm. they weren't really marketed 
for the movie at all. Like no one, your your random person on the street isn't going to be able to name the seven sisters of Ariel, you know? But yeah. they marketed the hell out of them. And so I was fully expecting them to be involved in the 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 big scene at the end when Ursula is, you know, trying to kill yeah, so- everyone. I expected them to have like a scene of them you know it's interesting because there's that one scene where like i think three of them go see triton and they're like we don't know where she is we're searching for her we can't find her i thought for sure there was going to be some more of that in it and i mean such i mean those are my two biggest flaws from this movie is the music and the fact that the sisters just are irrelevant uh-huh and um i keep on referencing the fairy tale because like i said i it's like my favorite fairy tale. I love uh-huh. it as much as the original film. And the sisters have such a huge part in the original fairy tale. They are in the beginning, they're in the middle, and they're even uh, at the end. They see Ariel when she's a human. They go visit her when she's a human. They um, Ariel actually tells them about Eric, and or at least the prince, and they go see his kingdom with her. At the end, when Ariel's about to die, they they go visit her. So they are such a huge part of the story. And I understood why they maybe didn't put them, why they, you know, took a back seat in the 1989 version because there's only so much they could animate right. with the budget. They're not going to be able to do all that. But I feel like, oh, if you're, if they change the sisters' names, they changed their designs, they changed, like, pretty much everything about them. I thought that they're going to have a bigger role. I thought that uh, Ariel's going to interact with them more because I always thought it was weird how Ariel doesn't say a single word to them in the 1989 version. And in this one, she says maybe, like, four words. But still, like, like you said, like, I thought at least in this one, they'd have a more, a more significant role and that people would actually be able to name them. And that's probably not going to be the case. Definitely not. And it's, it's just weird. I, uh, I did enjoy the scene that they're all in. And I don't know if you felt the same way, but you know, when they're all like, they're cleaning up the shipwreck stuff. Mm -hmm. I, when they first showed that scene, I thought that was like their, their bedroom. I thought that that it was going to be that scene. And I was super excited. I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. And then, you know, it wasn't. And it was like mm-hmm. a minute long. And I just overall so, so bummed about that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I love like that whole aspect of the bedrooms and how we get to see like the way they live. That's also super interesting. Um, again, the castle, there was no castle. I yeah. love the original Atlantica castle. It's this gorgeous gold castle. It's super iconic. We see it in the posters and the VHS. And in this one, it's just like a pile of rocks. What was the reason, you know? like what? Because at the same time, it's a fantasy film. Like They could get away with uh, this like ornate castle without having some of the logical explanations to say, oh, well, this is why it's boring and plain. Because I even felt like the rooms that we did see, like when... Uh, Ariel goes to see her dad and he gets mad at her. Like, I feel like that place was really cramped. Like, I feel like if it's like this big kingdom, like, why is it, why does it feel so tiny or why does it not exist? Right. I feel the same. And it's also like I was saying, you're like, they're, they're, they're trying to keep the movie very realistic and serious. But then all of a sudden, you know, something really animated and fun will happen. And it's just like, I think that it's just confused because I agree. Like why, if, if Sebastian can talk, then you can have a big ass castle in the middle of the ocean. You know what I mean? I just. Yeah. Or even Eric's castle. Eric's castle was just whatever. Um, the wardrobe. I just, it just felt like the, like, like the tone changes. Like 
why why are we going from realistic to campy like that's the whole fun of the little mermaid it's this big colorful film like even eric's castle in the original is like this really colorful kind of mediterranean castle and i don't know yeah and i mean ugh. i want to get into costuming but really quick i also think it's interesting like that Sebastian didn't get that moment where like the chef is trying to kill him. But yeah, character development is super weak in the movie. Cause yeah, we don't, we don't get a lot of interactions with a, a lot of people who you'd think would be interacting. I did like Grimsby's character in this movie though. Yeah, he was cool. Um, yeah. Especially when he kind of like, he's against Vanessa or like, like he doesn't like Vanessa. So he kind of helps like, he just kick the ring to the side to show us that, you know, He's a good guy. Yeah. Okay. So costuming. So first I want to ask you something. I, for both, both times that I went to the movie, I didn't stay through the credits because it was just late. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't, I don't need to hear under the sea again, whatever. Was there anything Uh after the credits that I missed? Because I feel like there's an entire outfit missing from this movie. I wish I actually stayed after the credits just like for fun. Cause um, usually if I do go to the, movies it's like with my friend or a brother and we will just like talk about it like about the film and just like uh just kind of like like chill there for a bit but yeah i think we waited and there was nothing there was nothing but i definitely was left with that feeling of oh my god there is no dress like it's just it there's just the blue dress that she wears the whole time and then that super boring one at the finale yeah so i just am kind of confused the costuming is so maybe i I don't know. It's just, I I was expecting very elaborate. I was expecting Ariel to have a couple costumes and she, she doesn't. I think Vanessa has the most detailed costume in the whole movie, not including the mermaids. Um, but I feel like Vanessa got the most detailed costume and that, that just seems wrong to me. Yeah. It's a very wrong for sure. I actually found out the other day, just that is, she apparently has like three different costumes and, but they all look like the same dress. Right. She has one uh, when Eric discovers her at the beach. She has one for the announcement. Mm-hmm. And then she has one at the end. And they're pretty much just like all one purple color. So like, even we could barely tell. But that makes me think that they should have done that for Ariel's blue dress. If she's going to wear the same blue dress, at least give her like a variation. Like have one with frills, one at dark, a darker color, something. Anything. <laughs> Literally, I just... I was, I was so shocked and like, I didn't, I mean, they're not going to spend a whole lot of time on Prince Eric's wardrobe to begin with, but nothing. I mean, I just, oh. I can't even think about what it looks like in my head. And I just feel like, it, you know, they, they set these movies to look like they take place in like the 1700s, you know? And I just, I just expected way more. I cannot believe Ariel had, did not have more. I just, I, I, I don't understand. And maybe they just didn't want to distract from the movie or the plot or the storyline. I don't know. But I just, the fact that she has two main outfits and one of them is her mermaid, you know, get up. I just, I just fully was like, this is I, I, lazy. Yeah, there's really no other explanation. Because in, mo- in the animated movie, she has like six outfits. <laughs> Yeah, that's been my way of thinking and to like other people who I've talked about it to it. Like in the original movie, we don't see a queen. We don't see a princess. So it would have made more sense for the original movie to only have had one outfit. Right. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they're able to give her all these different dresses. They get to a nightgown. They give her a pink dress. They give her um, a casual blue dress. And then in this new one, 
where we see like that there's a whole queen there and that there's, I think, a um, a sister, Eric's sister there. It would make more sense for them to maybe have said, oh, here are all these outfits. Do you want to choose between them? Do you want to pick out something or like for them to have dressed her, which we did get to see them dress her. But I, I mean, I already kind of expected that there wasn't going to be like any special dresses because even beforehand, like um, in the books, like in, in the novelization or whatever, it pretty much just states all the scenes that are going to be there so there's no dinner dress it pretty much tells you yeah there's only going to be a blue dress but i want to stay like delusional like i was like no there has to be a pink dress there has to be uh the 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 ocean dress that triton makes for her there has to be something and i remember when i just saw the scenes happen i was like oh my god they really did not give ariel anything no, and it's just crazy because it closes the it, it closes the door for them to do any like creative spin-offs for dolls for that, which pisses me off. But you know, I mean, we all know Disney Store. Who knows what they'll do with this? But um, I just I was I was very surprised I that they didn't have more emphasis on costuming, and I thought King Triton's mer style or outfit, whatever you want to call it, looked not so great when it was not underwater. Um, and that's just me being nitpicky, you know, and I don't know. I just expected more for that, for the costuming. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous. Uh, I think probably the worst moment for me, at least for, for the realization of that, was when Triton is having that conversation with Sebastian, like, oh, I'm going to have to let her do what she wants. They show that he's, you know, doing the the scene where he's like sending over like his magic to Ariel and then it stops. I was like, shut up. Like, no, you are not. And then we see we go to Eric and I was like, please, she has to have it. But then at the same time, like, it's probably going to be the blue dress. And then it's the freaking blue dress. And I was like, what? I was like, I, I just could not be doing this if they really just like put that damn blue dress on her even though we saw that it got shredded when ursula took her down to the ocean and then eric picks it up and it's all sopping wet and he's for some reason able to give her the damn blue dress again i was like this has to be a joke like honestly i can't get over it i i, I could like rant about it forever like but uh yeah, because the the costume designer Colleen Atwood, she when they announced her as a costume designer, I was excited because she has like such a unique wardrobe. She's done all this amazing stuff for other movies, but so I expected. I was like, oh, she's perfect for the Little Mermaid, and no, I don't know what her or whoever was in charge of direction was thinking, but it was it was so boring and ridiculous. Absolutely. And I think it's also, they do that a couple times where they cut away from these like really important scenes. We really don't see Ariel get her legs. Like they don't, it's not, that's the most highlighted one, I think. But you don't see Ursula turn into Vanessa. Yes. And then we don't see Ariel get transformed back into a human by Mm -hmm. her dad, which I just think is so weird because they could have done that for sure. Yeah, I really want to see the Vanessa one, but I guess I could excuse it just to have like the audience be surprised but at the same time when you're skipping other two iconic transformations like when ariel's legs split in the original super cool it's gold and we see the silhouette of ariel super clearly and just have uh the transformation but they did like this dark purple cloud where you could barely see anything um and i thought okay that's not that great but yeah once they 
they took off Trident's aerial transformation, it's starting to get lazy. It's starting to tell me like, oh, you guys just didn't want to, because those would need CGI. Those would need yeah. like that kind of like magic. So it just tells me, oh, you guys didn't just didn't want to. It was like a cop out. You guys didn't want to work on those scenes. Which ultimately, I think, is the biggest problem with this movie is that there does seem to be a lot of cop outs where it's like you you could have you could have done this. Like I don't know. I also felt like the love story was a little bit they didn't they didn't do well with that first of all i just like the scene where they're randomly the sisters like say you know oh she must be in love or whatever felt very Mm -hmm. just like what this is not what it just felt uncomfortable and with triton that scene with triton and sebastian you know being like oh heard ariel's in love like blah 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 i just i was not doing it for me i just they felt out of place Uh uh-huh yeah, that is also, I felt the same way, um, because we only see her interact with her sisters and Ariel's in a way. She's she's very frustrated. She's she's kind of like huffy. She's like, well, not all humans are bad. I know if like my brother or my little sister was acting like that, my first instinct would not be like, oh, she's in love. Like, it would be like, oh, well, what's going on with you? You want to talk about it? But um w- in the animated film, we can tell Ariel's in love because she's very like, oh, she's yeah. very like in her beds in the clouds. She's like, good morning, daddy. She she gives him a flower. So Triton can tell that she's in a very good mood. Like she can, he can tell like that she's in kind of like this love spell a bit. But at this point, all we see Ariel is just kind of like, um, kind of standoffish, kind of angry. And all of a sudden he just accepts that she's in love. Like, I also felt that was out of place. Yeah, just it's a very it's a confused movie in my opinion. I just think they were trying to go one direction, but then go in another, then they go back to that direction. And it's just kind of it kind of gets lost. I feel like also, I mean, I did think the addition of Ursula putting that charm in her potion, you know, so that Ariel doesn't remember that she's supposed to kiss the prince or whatever in three days was mm-hmm. interesting. But I also feel like with that, they could have left like the love stuff out and maybe she like fell in love with Prince Eric on her own. When she yeah. became a human, I think that would have been a better a better way to do it. Because yeah, it just didn't it didn't translate for me very well. The whole love story with them, um, especially like pre her being a human, it was just kind of like, wait, what? And then, I mean, going back to a more positive note, I did love the scene of her with her collection, but I felt like there was like nothing in there. <laughs> like there like. was, they didn't, they didn't, you know. Uh, like her collection of things and i feel mm-hmm. like they could have done more like all the things that she's collected over time it, there was nothing like super interesting about it like in the animated film yeah i feel like this stuff didn't stand out as much because again in the animated one it feels like we kind of get a view of everything of like her books and um some of the stuff but i think maybe because sebastian wasn't there we also didn't get a feeling because in the original or in the animated while sebastian is oh well, sorry while ariel is singing part of your world sebastian's kind of like spying on her and he's mm-hmm. going through all the stuff he's wearing the glasses he's running into things and uh yeah it felt like ariel wasn't really interacting as much like with the collection we see her open the book but it it's it, it was like whatever like she's opening the books and then we hear the pages flap but we don't really get that feeling and also, I think the painting, I thought, like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the painting is inside the book, right? 
I think I don't know. I don't remember because I just was like, oh, this is so weird. Like, yeah. Um, again, it was like uh, an interesting take. It wasn't bad. It was still no. an enjoyable scene, but it. I don't know if it was as iconic or emotional as the original. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I mean, I, definitely a standout scene, standout song. I just was like, that's interesting that they didn't put more of her like collection around. Another thing I really love about Ariel. We'll close it out uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, one thing I have this in big letters. I love how she's a friend to the animals. One of my favorite parts is when she helps Max get to the boat. Just because yes. I'm a dog. Just because I love dogs and like <laughs> I can't even imagine. And I love how she just knew to help him. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part made me really emotional. For sure, the the storm scene, all of that was so well done. I thought it was really captivating. But yeah, just seeing her like give the little boost, that was beautiful. Yeah, I definitely cried. Because like I was so excited to have Max in the movie. I love him. And it was just, I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I have chihuahuas, so I don't really know how they would swim in the, in the ocean. But <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, like he might drown. Like it scared me because that was a far swim for him. And it was just nice to see her help him out because she's just like a friend to the animals. She also like stops like the carriage from hitting all the donkeys. You can just tell she has a very, uh, they emphasize her connection with animals. And I really, really love that. Yeah. I think it's because we finally get to see like a max, like a realistic sheep dog. um, And we finally get to like, it feels more like it's a real dog that's in danger. So when we see that the stakes are high and I agree, I just love how Ariel just interacts with, humans and animals and she has like such a like love and empathy for them yeah and because if you i mean if you're thinking about it i mean she's she's never really seen a dog before so it's like Mm -hmm. just for her to like have that instinct to help the dog really i love that it's probably one of my favorite parts Mm -hmm. of the movie which it's like three seconds long but i loved it Um, and yes shipwreck scene was epic i loved it But yeah, I mean, see, and now I know I just criticized this movie like crazy, but I I still, like I said early earlier, I give it an A plus. Like I, it's wonderful. I loved it. I'm just being extra harsh because I care about this movie and I care about this character. And was I mean, we've been waiting for this for so long, and just to finally have it, it's just you know, I went into it knowing. I would love it no matter what. And that is the thing. I love the movie. I just, I'm just being very critical because it's, it's so close to my heart. But ironically, I mean, you know, when Hallie Bailey was announced, there was this huge uproar of her. Oh, we're, we don't want, you know, not our Ariel, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what's interesting about this film is she's actually the best part. Yes. She, uh, I went right after I saw it, I was like, this is one of the best performances I've ever seen. And, uh, Absolutely, because she was so captivating all the way. There is no single moment where I thought, oh, she didn't do that so well, or, 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 oh, like, where I had critiques of her performance. Everything she did, her facial expressions, her singing, her acting was perfect, was perfect for Ariel. She shines in this movie, and she did a great job. And I honestly, I don't really have any critiques about her, other than her costuming, and that's not her fault. I just... Yeah, I'm just being harsh because I care about it so much. And all these critiques are, I mean, they seem like a big deal to us, <laughs> obviously, because we yeah. love it. But anyone, if you, if you're not like a massive Little Mermaid fan, you're not, you're, you, these, these critiques don't mean anything. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna ruin your experience or anything. It's still a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause at the same time, when I'm 
like critiquing i i'm trying to like see it like how would i feel about it as a standalone film rather than a remake of a film that i'm obsessed with and it's definitely a good film um yeah, yeah when i was thinking of like the rating it like eight out of ten i was like yeah i think eight as well yeah i would i would give it that too and that's it and it's an eight i just i just have a lot of critiques about it because you know i you know, I had expectations and ju- just because they weren't reached doesn't mean it's a bad movie. And I think it's going to be very successful. I mean, I'm excited to see what these opening numbers are like um, box office wise. I think it's going to be huge. And I, uh, I I think anyone will enjoy it. I want to see it again in the big IMAX. Um, I don't know what it's called when like your like your seat moves. <laughs> Like whatever uh, it's called. I think it's called 4D. I've seen a bit of it and it does sound crazy. I personally have never been to a 4D one. I've just seen like um, clips of people like in 4D movies. Like, uh, But I've seen also seen recently people like talk about and like a bit of their experience. And it just looks crazy. Like, you know, their seats are moving everywhere. Um, someone said that their popcorn almost flew out. They- oh. Sorry, Amazon just got here, which is so funny because I'm sure it's the Little Mermaid vinyl I ordered. Oh, but yeah, nice. I, I wouldn't even know what what it was called. 4D. Yeah, I want. I mean, I, I've seen it in regular 3D. I might as well see it a third time in this big experience that everyone's talking about. I've never seen a 4D movie, so I, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just won't bring popcorn, I guess. Um, but yeah, overall, <laughs> I mean, I, I a great movie. I. Uh, I'm just so happy that the little mermaid is relevant again. Not that she's ever not been, but it's like, I mean, like I said, you cannot right now. You can't, you can't go anywhere without seeing her everywhere. And it's awesome just because I I, I don't even, it's not even, I just love the little mermaid as a whole, whether it's the fairy tale, the animated movie, the new movie, the TV show, the spinoffs, whatever. I just love the little mermaid vibe. And I'm just so happy that it's back around. I'm, I'm so happy that we have this right now. And I, 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 I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I feel strongly about this. So. Yeah. It's definitely a special time regardless of, um, of maybe how we feel about our film or like the small gripes we have. It's so special to kind of see Ariel everywhere and to, cause this is a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. So when they're going to make another remake or if they ever will. And for the most part, it turned out great. And I'm glad that um, we got to just kind of experience this because in the end, like the mermaid parts were beautifully done. And that's all I cared about, that her mermaid form would look good. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me about this film. I know we were so excited about it. I really appreciate um, you know, just having someone to sit down and chat with about this, because I know it's a very, very big deal for both of us. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can pretty much find me everywhere at Aaron Malibu um, on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, of course. And um, I just went on Twitter and on there I'm at the Aaron Malibu. So there I also post all stuff. And also thank you for having me, because I also wanted to just kind of just like let my thoughts flow about the film. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of a better person to have this discussion with. So thank you so much. And we'll we'll have to talk soon. We'll have to get together when the Barbie movie comes out and see how we feel about that. Oh, right. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, my uh, God. Me too. It's, it's like less than two months away, I think. So uh, we'll see. And I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk next time. Okay. Thank you so much, Sage. All right, there you guys have it. Me and Aaron Malibu's discussion about The Little Mermaid live action remake. 
I know it sounds like we were being very harsh, but just know it's because we love and cherish this character and movie so much. The movie is great. Please, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. You will not be disappointed. It's awesome. And like we both said, it's just so exciting to have Little Mermaid everywhere, all around us again. And it's it's awesome. I'll have a couple new episodes for you guys coming soon. I don't know when exactly yet, but keep an eye out for that. Please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast, and I'll see you guys next time. (laughs) 